0: And welcome to Unaired, the show where we take TV shows canceled with episodes left unaired, review them, and then pitch our ideas for how we think they could have continued. I'm Ed, and with me, returning guest from Crit Chat and Half Damage Podcast, it's Ismay.
1: Hello! (laughs) Glad to be back.
0: Uh, So, uh, I remember you had said that you were a fan of sci-fi shows.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. And And then you did this to me, so... Okay.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you did me so dirty, but sure.
0: Yeah. So, so it's <gasps> the last week of August, and this show—I did not realize how ridiculous and buckwild it would be.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. So this show was called K Nine Thousand. And it is
1: solid star. it's a solid star solid, solid name like I'm not gonna lie. I'm a sucker for like this dog is a robot. It's K9. I I always think that that's funny because I am five years old and I think that it's ingenious but like it had a good start. It's just the follow through. went so bad.
0: Yeah um, So it was actually a uh, TV spin-off or an attempt at a TV spin-off. Of the K-9 films, which were basically just Turner and Hooch with Jim Belushi. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Uh, Oh, God.
0: uh, So it was a TV movie that was originally planned as a TV movie slash pilot, aired on Fox in 1991. And this is the third episode in a row that is basically a cop with a dog. (laughs) And the second one in a row where the, the cop can talk to a dog.
1: God, there's some pish content out there in the world. <laughs> like, oh, like we are we are a people of like infinite thinking ability and infinite creative ability. We have come up with some of the most amazing things that this world has to offer. And sometimes I watch films and I'm blown away by the amount that some people have inside them that they are able to translate onto the screen. This ain't that.
0: <laughs> what blows my mind is how they got from Turner and Hooch knockoff to this. (laughs) To this? Oh,
1: God.
0: So uh, I just want to point out, the dog doesn't show up in this movie until 42 minutes in. Oh, but boy,
1: does he show up.
0: Yes, he does. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So the uh, only two stars that I really recognized were Dennis Haysbert, who is the uh, president from Twenty Four. And in America, he's in all those Allstate commercials.
1: <laughs> I do not know of these commercials, but I'm assuming that he is a smash hit.
0: Oh, he is. He's got that deep voice.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, he does have a good voice. That Okay.
0: It instills confidence of insurance.
1: <laughs> I trust him with my money. I don't have any, but if I did, <laughs> boy, howdy.
0: And uh, also stars as a character named Edna, Anne Haney. And that name may not sound familiar, but she was the secretary in Liar Liar.
1: Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, I didn't even get to Edna. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> well, pff, that, that's a lot for me.
0: So this show starts off in a restaurant and the main character, Eddie who is literally a knockoff of Riggs from Lethal Weapon.
1: Oh, you mean Karate Chop Mullet Man.
0: Yes, Karate Chop Mullet Man.
1: Yeah, please refer to him as his Christian name. Thank you very much, But Well, before
0: they named it K9000, it was actually kind of sold off as Karate Chop Mullet Man.
1: Mullet Man. Yeah, yeah.
0: (laughs) And (laughs) K9000. Plus
1: plus Robot Dog.
0: Plus Robot Dog. (laughs) So he's beaten the shit out of a vending machine because it took his money Mm -hmm. and the owner of the restaurant comes over and is like, hey, what are you doing? You're going to break it. And his partner, Nick, played by Dennis Haysbert, comes over and says, hey, hey, just let it go.
1: I like at the, this start scene was, I cause like I, I was watching. I was sat down. I was ready, ready for a good time, uh, and I audibly said the words "Oh no" loud enough that my girlfriend came running through and was like, "Hey, baby, okay?" <laughs> I was like, "Nope, don't think I am, sweetie." Uh,
0: Never again <laughs> are you going to be okay.
1: <laughs> like these, these two actors. Like I, like I've not watched Twenty Four religiously. I've seen like a little bit of Des Hayes in it, but like he, he's able to act in that. The fact that both of these two men were in this, and people were like, "Yeah, let's give them more acting jobs," is book wild.
0: <laughs> it makes absolutely no sense.
1: Oh, like they—they they must have gone through like some kind of matrix-like thing where they were—they got some basic acting knowledge at some point, just implanted into their brain because this was so bad. It was. Um like I don't want to like besmirch the good name of like pantomimes by saying that it was like pantomime acting cuz they're j- they're over the top. They are buck wild. They don't speak how human beings speak to each other. Oh lord.
0: Yeah. So as they're leaving the restaurant, there's a little conversation that sets the stage. Uh <laughs> Eddie mentions how he doesn't like machines and machines don't like him.
1: Oh, it's not so much Chekhov's gun as Chekhov's, like, cannon held directly <laughs> in front of your face.
0: I think this guy just saw Terminator and thought it was a documentary.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh God!
0: <laughs> he even says, we bumped off the dinosaurs. Now the machines are after us.
1: Oh, Christ.
0: <laughs> <laughs> just as uh, he says this, they notice a car with a suspicious license plate that they're supposed to be looking for. And all of a sudden, the windows of the shop right in front of it blow out. There's a <laughs> shootout and a robbery. Yep. Yeah. Uh, they chase after him. Oh. They're told to stop the chase. And Eddie, in a very lethal weapon style, says, oh, oh we're just going to ignore them and rips the yep. radio out rips of the car. Rips it out!
1: Rips it out! Oh, Christ. Also, like during during this whole section, like the like I like by trade I am like I started out my my career as a film editor, uh, I moved on to audio editing. But it, the the non comprehension of how to edit in general, but edit audio in particular, felt like this thing was immediately out in this world to torture me <laughs> like you can't hear their conversation 80 percent of the time because of the background music and the background noises because they're like no that's more important that's more important than the words that they say with our human mouths there's mm. one scene in
0: particular where he gets home takes his shirt off and puts on a cassette <laughs> and it's exactly that
1: <laughs> words aren't important here <laughs> We read shortlessness and music.
0: So uh, they continue the chase into Beverly Hills and they all end up crashing through a store. Mm-hmm. Uh, a shootout happens. He kills one of the guys, yeah. arrests the other. <laughs> the guy tries to uh-huh. tries to take the gun from him. he karate chops him,
1: karate chop mullet man.
0: <laughs> to the ground and then rips a bra off of a mannequin. Sure, he tries to show the guy his badge. It's a picture of Morgan it's, Fairchild.
1: It's a picture of Morgan, goddamn Fairchild.
0: And that's oh. a running gag because he goes, "Ah, oh, came with the wallet."
1: Yeah, and like, I just the, I had to pause. I had to pause for a solid five minutes when he just like, like ping, like like a like a third grader like pinging the bra off, like the girl who's just got. Or like, first br- or, like, my first bra, he pings it off and wraps it around these guy's hands because, as a police officer on duty, obviously he doesn't have his handcuffs. Why would he have his standard-issue equipment? That would be the strange thing. Not
0: just that. He shoves his gun into his crotch. Great
1: mistake! Oh, he just gun gundicks himself. It's not... <laughs>
0: again this man is on duty he has a holster gotta that's how that's how it works instead he risks his bits putting presumably (laughs) "Eh, these aren't important presumably a very hot gun because he fired it several times
1: (laughs) oh yeah Ooh. oh he gonna be all like warm and toasty down there (laughs) maybe not in a good way no
0: it's like when you uh, oh, take your pants God. right out of the dryer and the zipper's still hot.
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, oh I've been there and it's been the worst.
0: <laughs> and this man Ooh. just did it tenfold.
1: Yeah. Oh.
0: Then we get the owner of the store coming over and he's very, mm. very over the top. And he's like, what is this about? You are the police. You are no police. <laughs>
1: Oh, great. The, it was, it was like, I'm I'm semi-convinced that it was just like the sound guy that they're like, we did not get an actor for this. He's like, I acted once in high school. I could do this. And they're just like, yeah, he'll do. He would not do. He would not he do.
0: Was, <laughs> no. uh, yeah. And he uh, goes, goes, oh, well, you know, these are some thugs that were arresting for armed robbery, assault, and grand larceny of $5,000. I spit $5,000 <laughs> And then he, and he spits, spits the $5,000. Right on the $5,000. Oh.
1: Like, he's a man of his word. I respect that.
0: <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. Then we oh. cut to the precinct where the captain is pissed. And he's chewing their asses out. Um, not eating them out. That's very different. Yeah,
1: I was going to say, like, that's a different thing in the circles I run in. But okay. Yeah,
0: no. It, chewing and eating are very different
1: <laughs> not the way i do it move on Whoa. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and her girlfriend never sat down again <laughs> some say she still doesn't have an ass
1: <laughs> look i do what i do no one's happy about it but ain't no one gonna change me motherfucker.
0: <laughs> so while well, he's uh having this whole breakdown at the two detectives eddie is trying to use a coffee machine one of those old style ones that Mm -hmm. you like it spits out a cup and like spits the coffee into it again not working nope and then it finally spits the coffee out and then throws a cup out
1: honestly you know what good gag (laughs) like you know what
0: it it was a pretty solid one it gave me a chuckle (laughs) like
1: that one that one, that one, that one got me. But uh, that's also because I'm an idiot and I laugh at a lot of things. So like, it's not a win.
0: But, eh. and then in the most ham-fisted way, we get another: machines don't like me because he says, "Yep, give me five. I'll give you five seconds to give me a plausible excuse as to why you did what you did." And he just pauses for four seconds, and he goes, "Machines just don't like me, sir."
1: <laughs> what? Uh, why no? He's not responsible. He wasn't trying
0: to arrest the fucking vending machine.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like that was not the problem that he was taking issue with. And you know, maybe if he
0: didn't rip machines out of his car, they might like him a little more.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like yeah, it's like when I I got really confused. Like why is my why is my laptop not working? I was like, well, I do eat all of my meals over it, and I spilled uh, about three beers over it. So maybe that's why. <laughs> you know, like.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's genuinely not recommended to use as a plate.
1: No, but like when all your life is the thing, you you gotta do it. I'm a clumsy asshole. It's gonna be beer. It's gonna be beer central in there. I can get drunk by licking my keypad. That's fun.
0: (laughs) I can't really talk because I uh, put my old keyboard away and that thing. Shit nasty.
1: (laughs) 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 Yeah. It's like one of those like scratch and sniff, except you like you lick each key and you're like, oh, that's what I was having that day. You know,
0: it's like, when did I eat Doritos?
1: (laughs) Every day. Don't add me. Yep.
0: It is every day. (laughs) (laughs) Then we cut to, I believe it's called Piper is the name of the Institute. And then we Mm -hmm. have liar, liar, lady Edna. Liar, liar. And she is kind of leading a protest because they believe there's some animal testing going on there. And she's sort of (laughs) right. She a bit right. And a security guard inside is just like, oh, I'm feeling sick. I got to go home. His boss goes, yeah, just go home. As he leaves.
1: Imagine that workplace.
0: I know, right? Dreams. (laughs) He walks out, hands a key card to some very shady looking guy who looks like Max (laughs) Shrek from Batman Returns.
1: Oh, I mean, you're not wrong.
0: (laughs) I spent the entire thing trying to figure out. Who the fuck does this guy look like? And that's it?
1: No, wait, is it? was wait, was this one Anton Zeiss? Was this the Zeiss Man himself? Yes, this is
0: the Zeissmeister.
1: Yeah. No, he reminded me of um the ballet dancer in um uh, uh, oh what's it? Uh, Die Hard. Uh like one of the twins.
0: So this man is literally just villain central.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> and uh <laughs> He, like, feigns interest and fakes being, like, all for this cause just so he can get up to the security guard, get the key card. And then we cut to Eddie. He's at home. His garage door won't work. Again, technology, am I right?
1: I want tech. Machines don't like it, guys. I'm beginning to think that machines don't like this, but I don't don't think at this point there will ever be a machine that likes him. It's It's just the feeling I'm getting.
0: Well, you know when that happens is when a man sh- a machine is implanted in man's best friend.
1: What?
0: <laughs> Hi, Fox executives. I'm here with a pitch.
1: <laughs> I'm here with your next billion dollar idea.
0: <laughs> so he goes inside, and this is when he takes off his shirt and puts on that sad song, and it, the sound mixing is just atrocious.
1: It's so bad. I- mm. <laughs>
0: Uh, then we uh, get to nighttime at the Piper Institute. The protesters are packing up, and we go inside. We see what basically looks like the set of Star Trek, like the 1967 one. Yeah. It's all these, like, shitty-looking machines. We see K6000 and K7000. <laughs> They're in their cages.
1: It's still good. Like, I love, I love the idea... That they're like, all right, first and foremost, we're going to want a dog one. That's going to be the most useful, like, animal that we can do here. Mm, But, counterpoint, wait till it's a funny number, huh? How about we wait till it's it's thematically appropriate? So they just, like, burned through the other ones. They're like, oh, yeah, it's monkey, parrot, gerbil, who cares? (laughs) We're going to get to the cool, funny number one.
0: See, I figure they started out at one. And then they got to nine and they're like, shit, it's not ready yet. We got to go up higher.
1: (laughs) God, they've got 9,000 animals. They've got 9,000 failed experiments just so that they could get to this one dug. Oh,
0: (laughs) I would hope that if this got continued, those would be the villains of the series.
1: Oh, oh, we're going to talk more about that. Mm -hmm. Okay. (laughs)
0: Uh, Then we meet Dr. Asia Turner. (laughs) Which I'm pretty sure they just watched a shit ton of James Bond movies and were just like, eh, hey, we'll do something like that.
1: <laughs> you know what? Let's do one of those names, you know?
0: You know, I mean, they had Chris, Dr. Christmas Jones, so like... Yeah. Not not too much of a stretch. She sends everybody home and the... Because she's a cool boss. She is a cool she's boss. She's
1: like a cool boss.
0: <laughs> she's like the cool mom for Mean Girls, but if she was a boss... <laughs>
1: oh and she she does my 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 favorite trope uh in this entire world uh my favorite uh glasses on hair up who's who's this nerd glasses off hair down Ooh, ooh, girl's hot suddenly and oh day with
0: how many slow-mo shots there were in this show i'm surprised they didn't do a (laughs) slow-mo shot on her (laughs) slow-mo on that shaking her hair out (laughs)
1: like as a like a woman that has glasses and uh hair that she normally keeps up i can just assure if people are unaware i can assure everyone right here right now that if i take down my my hair and take off my glasses what you get is a squinty like frizzy haired nightmare (laughs) uh and somehow not hotter so like eh.
0: so what you're saying is movies have lied to all of us
1: no, let's not let's not go crazy. I mean, have you seen the rest of this film? It's pretty much like true to life thing, like fly on the wall documentary style. Oh. This is just like the one thing I have problems with, you know. Well, there
0: we go. This is a spin-off of The Fly.
1: Oh no. Oh no. Oh no.
0: <laughs> so, Anton Zeiss shows up with a huge amount of like mercenaries. They kill the security guard, drag him along, use his thumbprint for a fingerprint lock. And he does the whole cheesy villain thing of a one liner by saying, you know what? Take the rest of the night off and then throws the dead body on the ground.
1: <laughs>
0: they get to the lab. Uh, they lock down the lab. And apparently everybody in this fucking lab has like military training or something because the doctor does a <laughs> tactical roll out of the way. <laughs> yeah someone gets shot another doctor like dives over the banister on the stairs
1: I I loved all of like it, it did it did like the classic like slow-mo getting shot um and it, like th- these are like the bit actors that just are there to be shot and that that has to have been their audition. They're like they just walked into the room and someone went bang and they were like gave their best and uh this is the result, and that is hilarious. There was a lot of flailing, a lot of like twenty minute rolling on the ground because oh I got shot. It was great.
0: Oh yeah, no, without that scene this would have been a forty five minute pilot.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> uh so as all the scientists die, except for Doctor Turner, who's hiding under except a d- for
1: Doctor Hottie. Yes, like you know,
0: she's hiding under a desk, and Anton sends his uh, top henchman, who I only refer to as Ponytail, because
1: okay, fair. He
0: doesn't have a name, and he has a ponytail, and <laughs> you know what?
1: <laughs> You're not wrong. Like there's no there's no no fault that I can find with that. So, <laughs>
0: um, and we get to the best part of this whole show. Uh, he gets sent to find the doctor. We see him double fisting guns, and John Woo-style jumps up and kicks a door open.
1: Oh, I loved it. It was my favorite thing.
0: Doesn't see her there, goes to the next door, does the same exact thing.
1: <laughs> but, no, 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 don't don't sell this short. The best, <laughs> it's the greatest, because he does it for the first one. Like, the double kick in the air, kick the door open, <laughs> one because he just did it. He's a little sleepy, <laughs> so it's not as traumatic. He just kind of gets a little bit off the ground. <laughs> it was my favorite thing. I was like, oh no, he ran out of energy. No. <laughs> oh, God.
0: That's why they paid John Woo the big bucks.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can do it to every door. Every door is a John Woo door. <laughs> this guy had one John Woo in him, and the rest was John.
0: Eh. <laughs> uh, so then... She, uh, the doctor escapes through the vents and they all take the, like the hard drives, which are massive because it's 1991. They take K9000 and they just kind of leave and
1: they mosey.
0: Nick and Eddie think, uh, Dr. Turner did it and it was an inside job
1: for reasons. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> like it was, it was just like, I, I kind of get, it was one of those, like, it's Feasible that they could have been like, yeah, well, the only person that is not accounted for probably did it. But it was her lab anyway. Where do they think that she's taking this shit to? She was like, eh, yes, it's, I, I own everything here. But what if no one was employed and I still had this weird equipment? Uh, it was baffling.
0: What if I went from a nice air-conditioned office to a warehouse?
1: <laughs> yeah. You know...
0: So, uh, we find out that Nick put in for a new partner because his uh'cause Eddie's renegade doesn't play by the rules' cop reputation <laughs> is catching up with him
1: also is there is there like a tally somewhere of every like police based thing? that has the white cop black cop dynamic that the white guy is like cool renegade and the black guy is like some like very like straight down-to-earth like straight talking guy because I don't think I have ever seen the other way around I might be forgetting something very obvious but I don't think I have ever seen oh it's your cool black cop friend and like down-to-earth white guy friend it's just it's a lot it's every fucking time
0: ever since lethal weapon i'm telling you they're just like
1: it's the lethal weapon
0: it it was the lethal weapon to this this whole genre <laughs> we find out that the feds are involved and that's when eddie's just like well that doesn't make any sense that's a privately funded institute and they <laughs> call in edna to help idea suspect of course she recognizes Anton because she says that's the man who is wearing alligator shoes.
1: Oh yeah. Which well, she didn't clock her like she kind of clocked it but didn't really clock. She's like, "Oh, you're at like an animal animal welfare protest?" Yeah, those seemed legit. Whatever.
0: And she had a kitten with her the entire time.
1: All the time.
0: And it's it's an adorable kitten. Don't get me wrong.
1: Oh, it's, it's 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 an amazing cat. Like I I love that cat more than I love my own life. But at the same time, it should not have been there the entire film.
0: No, not at all. <laughs> um, then they go to the uh, the Fed, who was uh, involved in this. Turns out he was a Fed. Big surprise. <laughs> and he he's uh he's doing the same. He's iding Anton. And then we find the doctor going to the security guard that left early and gave the key card. And she's accusing him, like, oh, you're involved in this. Do you know who you're involved with? Anton Zeiss. And then he gets sniped by Anton Zeiss.
1: <laughs> by Anton Zeiss, yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: Eddie gets there just in time, inexplicably, because they never explain how he found her.
1: No. But, like, look, fate, question mark? <laughs>
0: And uh, he does this funny thing where he picks up Danny's corpse and uses it as a distraction. <laughs> That's And it looks like a mannequin.
1: <laughs> I mean, looks like or <laughs> just is, though.
0: Might just be.
1: <laughs> oh.
0: And he's about to arrest Dr. Turner. And as he's doing it, we get the whole Morgan Fairchild joke again. And she goes, wait a minute, you'll be passing up the biggest case of your life. And he goes, well, I'm intrigued.
1: It was so weird. It was so it like it's got like a whole thing of like, of, he's like, oh, well, I'm pretty sure you did it again for very little to no reason. Uh, and then she's just like, no, 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 You're, I'm on your side. You'd be on my side. <laughs> and with no reasoning behind it, he's like, yeah, seems fair. Let's go.
0: Uh, then we get to the warehouse where all the equipment was relocated.
1: Ooh, ooh, real quick, real quick. No, we're not skipping past my favorite part of the film. Okay. Excuse you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> right at the end of that scene, at the end of that scene, they're, like when she's like, trying to weasel her way out, not weasel her way out of it because she didn't do it, but when she's like explaining that it wasn't her, uh, he lets her go. She's like, all right, let's go. And then the line, you're a good lady how do you lose the colonies? Because this lady's
0: English. (laughs) I forgot about that.
1: (laughs) Then there's an awkward pause where, like, the actress has obviously not been given any more lines or any direction on how to react to that. There's a pause of, like, three to four seconds, which is a long time in a film. And then it cuts away with nothing else. It is... So buck wild, and I I want, rewatched it like three times because it was so uncomfortable.
0: <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of those. This whole whole yeah. thing. <laughs> um, so then we get to the warehouse, and there's a scientist who helps set everything up. Zeiss hands him a, I assume a check, and he gets shown out by Ponytail, and then we get a gunshot from downstairs. Ponytail comes back up with a check, hands it right back to Zeiss. Bad guy. Yeah, he's a very bad guy.
1: He's a bad guy.
0: <laughs> I imagine Ponytail was Russian.
1: Of course. I mean, like, well, like, Anton w- sounded American, but has the name Zeiss, so they're they're kind of, like, skirting that line of, like, the foreigners are always the enemy, but sometimes can sound deceptively American.
0: Plus, he worked with the Americans beforehand.
1: Yeah, it... Pff- but they needed to make it as, like, as foreign enemy as humanly possible, I guess.
0: Welcome to America.
1: <laughs> Welcome to America. <laughs> Fuck yeah.
0: Uh, so then Dr. Turner tells Eddie about uh, the research and how Zeiss was like, oh, this is going to get into the hands of terrorists. So he kills all the subjects.
1: Dogs! He killed all the dogs!
0: And, well, we don't know if they were dogs at first.
1: I thought that they were say that they were dogs. Uh, but whatever.
0: I may have misheard it because I thought she said dolphins.
1: Oh, maybe that's even weirder. That's even weirder. But like, the, also the logic behind it is like, oh, um, like the terrorists, the quote unquote terrorists, are just gonna come in, look at these animals, and be like, oh, I bet you that they're like super inhuman smart. <laughs> Let's use them in the war.
0: <laughs> yeah, and she uses the line, "My research is a symbiotic relationship." Of animals working with humans. And when she said symbiotic, all I could think of was the hit film Venom.
1: Was this the Venom origin story? Ooh.
0: I think. Well, here's the thing. That dog was covered in goo. Yeah. That dog was covered in goo. Goo is a Venom. Goo is Venom
1: if ever I done done seen it.
0: <laughs> uh, so we get Eddie doing a two one-liner situation. Where he punches a guard who's smoking, says, you shouldn't smoke, nasty habit. And then after he already punched him and knocked him out and said this one-liner, he says, nighty (laughs) night.
1: (laughs) They couldn't decide. Like, they had got those two solid lines. They're like, all right, both of these are hilarious. Why do we need to choose? (laughs) Uh,
0: Then he calls Nick. Nick. And tells him where he is, tells him, like, you're the only person I trust. Get over here. Surprise, Ponytail is at the precinct. He shoots Nick. For some reason. <laughs> and while uh, while they're waiting for Nick, they decide to go in. And they find K9000. To which Eddie says, what is this? She says, the beginning of a dream.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, I forgot about the beginning of a dream. It's like a Disney film, but just bad.
0: It does have a talking dog.
1: Yeah. Oh, no. Okay, let's talk about if this is a Disney film or not. Okay.
0: (laughs) Oh, oh, it is. Disney-owned Fox.
1: Oh, my God. Mullet, fucking Karate Chop mullet man is a certified Disney princess. That's good. That's good contact.
0: I mean, he earned it after this.
1: He earned it.
0: Uh, So they get um, K9000 out of his gross little cocoon.
1: Oh, it makes so many squelchy nasty noises. It's
0: very very gross and it looks like it's
1: so squelchy. And you can tell
0: they're fake dog paws. that are like poking <laughs> at it.
1: <Yeah. laughs>
0: and he just jumps on out, walks over, and she says, "Okay, you need to destroy this machine. I'm going to go." <laughs> and he and she kisses him. Yep. Not yep. not the moment for this. Yep.
1: Nope also has like have hated each other all the time she's like you're an idiot and she, he's like you're stuck up and then she's like nah kind of bangable though
0: and kisses him for reasons see at least at the very end it would have made sense for like an action yeah, movie type thing
1: maybe yeah but it's just like oh yeah i met you five minutes ago and i hate you like you literally are the worst dude so <laughs> might as well get my tongue in there <laughs>
0: So he goes to set up self destruct, and then ninety or niner, they switch between them. Uh, Niner comes by and he presses a button. It implants something in Eddie's brain.
1: Oh, it's so good.
0: Uh, Then Anton breaks through the door. There's a shootout. Uh, Niner jumps and attacks them. (sighs) Then tackles Eddie out of a window. And it is the fakest looking effect I've ever seen in my life. It's
1: so good. It was so good. It was like real ass stuntman, real ass stuntman, like flying through a window, of course, in slow motion. and But also in slow motion, a, like a toy dog, <laughs> like a toy Alsatian just tumbling head over ass out of a window. And it is the funniest thing.
0: <laughs> they blew all their money. On this K9000 machine, they had to throw a Beanie Baby out a window. A Beanie Baby? Oh. So then it's the next morning, and he's outside his apartment. And he goes, oh, how'd I get home? I found your uh, wallet, and I checked your address and dragged you here. He says nothing about the fact that his dog is talking to him.
1: Yeah, he's like, oh, cheers.
0: (laughs) Goes inside, and he uh, gets something to drink.
1: Yeah, he makes, like, makes, like, a cup of coffee, has, like, a long soak in the bath, has, like, a nice, like, reunion with his father that is, like, Oh, you can talk?
0: like Legit, he has a full conversation with his dog before he jumps up and goes, Oh, wait a minute, hold on, you're a dog.
1: <laughs> wait a, wh- hey, wait a second.
0: Dogs aren't supposed to do that. Ooh, you got one over on me, sneaky talking dog. So we find out that they both have an implant in their brain, and that's how they can communicate. And he's part of Catch, the cybernetic action team, Canine Human.
1: Canine Human. Canine Human. It doesn't work.
0: That was somebody who goes, it's... what do dogs do? They catch? Okay, we can work with this.
1: Here, here's my problem. I feel like this film was supposed to be with a cat. Because, like... Like... Well, no. That, no, it says k But, like k K-9 action team, that works. That works. That's like a good acting. but then they're like, no, nah, we can't have it be cat, huh? Cat? <laughs> k human, what? No.
0: So then we see Niner's POV, which is essentially just the Terminator POV, but in color. Yeah. And he uh, studies the apartment for a few seconds. Then he tells Eddie all about himself, goes, oh, well. You were a good cop, then you got promoted and demoted. You were on the canine unit until your dog died. Uh, you bring a lot of women in here, and you're a slob. Oh. And he like goes through how he like figured all this stuff out, and he goes, Well, what about the women? Well I could smell that. Yep. How about being a slob? Well, I smell that too.
1: I I want like I wanted to um rip out my living vagina and put it in a box so no one could touch it forever after those lines of equating cut like loosely equate the smell of women with garbage man like oh can smell i can smell pussy and stank up in here (laughs) it's so bad oh
0: so then he throws a tennis ball and the dog can't comprehend what to do Uh, We find out that's because the canine parts of his brain were removed because he had a brain defect. But the conversation is the best because he goes, do you know what that is? Oh, it's a sphere. Mm. No, it's a tennis ball. Oh, so you know what to do with that? Play with it. Well, how would a dog hold a tennis racket?
1: (laughs) I, okay. One of my biggest pet peeve like this was the moment that I nearly shut it off and was just like hey may I'm sorry I can't do the podcast anymore <laughs> because this is one of my biggest pet peeves when like all knowing things they're like oh we're'm we're, a learning computer that's got like all the knowledge in the world this this fucking dog can understand tennis you knew tennis <laughs> because he's a smart dog but for some reason his brain banks were like don't know that's dog do fake. <laughs> can't that is not how what <laughs> that is part of brain they take out like no like oh no <laughs> Ow.
0: so we find out that dr turner went to edda's house and she tells her about the experiment and everything and then anton shows up canine and eddie try and track her with scent they track her to a phone booth he goes oh she must have made a phone call But to who? Well, I'm cybernetic, not psychic.
1: You know what? Also funny. That one also got me. But again, because I'm an idiot and I laugh at anything.
0: (laughs) Uh, Eddie sees a newspaper, finds out that Nick was shot, which most newspapers don't do a front page cover story with a picture when an officer gets shot. (laughs)
1: uh most places are in this radical place oh he also doesn't give a shit he like looks he's just like oh eddie didn't come and see me and then sees the newspaper is like oh oh that makes <laughs> sense Ah, oh, well oops
0: so he says he's got to make a phone call to the captain and then niner goes oh hold on a second and he starts ringing and he goes wow you're incredible no just cellular it <laughs> he and the captain decide to meet at the hospital eddie gets there early sees a hitman dressed as a doctor shoots him out a window a lot of people go of out course. windows
1: you know what look if there are not at least four to five people going out of windows in a film i'm turning it off so <laughs>
0: <laughs> makes sense what doesn't make sense <laughs> is the fact that nick is under some kind of saran wrap or something
1: yeah Just to keep him safe, you know?
0: Well, yeah, he's got to keep his body all fresh.
1: Yeah, got to keep it, like, farm fresh, you know?
0: Uh, Then then we get the line, if I wasn't shot, I would have been there, Eddie. We're partners, you know that. Although he did tell him literally 20 (sighs) minutes earlier, we're not going to be partners soon.
1: You suck and I hate you, yeah.
0: (laughs) Then the captain shows up. He goes, okay, well, there's some crazy shit happening, but if I tell you, you got to keep it to yourself. Well, I can't do that. This is too big. Oh, well, then I'll see you later.
1: Yeah. Ooft. Ooft.
0: Edna ends up being held hostage and brought to the event along with Dr. Turner. It is a groundbreaking ceremony, and she digs the first groundbreaking <laughs> and just dumps it on his shoes.
1: Which is good.
0: Edna is my favorite. She's a badass old lady.
1: Though so she does when she's doing the groundbreaking, say... Apologies to Mother Earth <laughs> for digging some out of the ground, so... Oof. Yep.
0: Um, Eddie gets there. Uh, Niner does a little quick scan, goes, you're definitely not dressed for this. So, he goes and steals clothes from a dressing room, or a dressing tent, and, uh, he goes in, in a tuxedo. He uses the Morgan Fairchild pick again. He goes, oh, I'm her manager. Like, I gotta get in here. Oh, my God. Uh... The doctor is surprised to see them and then very pissed that he got the implant because they were going (laughs) to...
1: She starts crying. She starts legitimately crying about it. He's like,
0: oh, no, it doesn't hurt me anymore. And she's like, no, I don't care if it hurts you.
1: I don't give a shit. It was supposed to
0: go into someone good.
1: Honestly, that was my favorite part of the film. This girl's like, for well, for some reason, kissed him a little bit ago, which still makes no sense. Starts crying. He's like, I'm okay. And she's just like, I don't give a shit. <laughs> I'm like, I feel that. I feel that on a cellular level.
0: So Zeiss shows up. He goes, or uh, Eddie goes, you know what? I'm taking her and we're walking out of here because you don't want to create a scene with 50 witnesses. And so he gets up, walks away, picks up Edna on the way out, and then a car pulls up, it's the f- the fed from the beginning, and he goes, "Boy, am I glad to see you." Yeah, me too. He pulls out a gun. He's like, "Guess what? I'm a double agent."
1: Did you? So Where you pay? Like, how much attention were you paid to that scene? Because I, that was another one that I paused. Uh, I I put down the time because I need everyone to see this because you can find the you can find this good good film, and at one hour. 10 minutes and 40 seconds this scene happens and this man points in quotation marks a gun at him it is on his like flat outstretched hand like he's proffering it to karate chop mullet man (laughs) and it is aiming out of the window like two feet past where he is i have never seen anyone less threatened by a gun in my life
0: it's like when the godfather like presents his hand for someone to kiss it and it just yeah, kinda like droops. But with yes. gun <laughs> <laughs> But with gun.
1: Oh god.
0: Uh, then we get to presumably another abandoned warehouse that's on the coast. Um, it's not really...
1: It's a lot of real estate. A lot of real estate. (laughs) Like, there's a lot of cheap real estate (laughs) around.
0: And there's this weird elevator thing there, too, but we'll get to that in a second. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, they plan to remove the implant from both Niner and from Eddie, uh, in a very James Bond, like, I expect you to die type (laughs) scene. Yep. They all get into, like, a skirmish, and right as the little drill thing's about to go through Niner's head, Eddie pushes a... I think it was ponytail, but he was letting it flow. He pushes him in the way. Oh yeah. yeah. Gets stabbed in the spine. And everything's all, you know, all good. Except that all hunky. the cellular functions are now damaged by the machine. Of course. So he sends Ed um he sends Edna and the doctor to go find help. There's a shootout. <laughs> Fed guy is blown up in his car. Oh, because apparently. Eddie is a dead shot.
1: Oh, he's a sniper with a pistol. (laughs) I got it into the gas tank with just like a glance and a shot. It was uh, beautiful.
0: And then uh, Niner goes, well, we got to get the we got to get the backups because if if he takes them, he can create this whole thing himself. And he chases after Anton gets shot. Eddie jumps up and goes, no, then Eddie gets shot. (laughs) Eddie gets up crawls his way over and then gets up and starts running goes after Anton niner gets up surprise he's alive
1: oh yeah cuz he's a he's a robot dog and doesn't actually really experience pain i don't think at this point why wouldn't they take out the pain receptors in this dog
0: that's a good point <laughs>
1: Like, they're like, oh, it took out, like, all, like, most of the, you know, like, animal things, but eh, yeah. we still let it feel pain, because why not?
0: So, Anton gets into this weird two-story elevator thing that looks like a boat. It starts going up. Yeah. There's a, there's a shootout, and then there's a fist fight, and just as it starts going up, Niner, like, jumps his way in miraculously, and eddie's dangling out holding on for dear life for some reason anton could have just stepped on his fingers let him fall to his death he goes back and gets his gun which gives niner enough time to show up and push him out
1: push him out and then there's another boy falling through the air but this one for like the 60th time this
0: one looks notably worse it it almost (laughs) looks like the robocop one where it's like a claymation dude where his arms extend (gasps)
1: Yeah, it's great.
0: Then uh, the the cavalry arrives and Eddie passes out. Uh, When we come back, they're on the beach. They're
1: on the beach!
0: Niner has sunglasses on.
1: You know, like, again, again, I this film was buck wild and mostly terrible, but you, you got a dog wearing sunglasses. That's funny. You can't tell me that that's not funny.
0: And then we get the line where uh, Niners suggest they play poker. And Eddie says, nah, too easy. Every time you get a good hand, you wag your tail.
1: It's nothing. It's nothing.
0: <laughs> the doctor announces that they're starting up the project again and that they're going to be the pilot project. To see how it works. And it ends with a freeze frame of Niner jumping up and catching a tennis ball.
1: I mean, after, only after, like, I, I just need to mention this because it is the last thing in my notes. Uh, just after this guy is, again, shirtless and running in the breeze. And you can see his just, like, mullet flapping. Just, like, like tire tread thing. Like, oh, it it had a world of its own. I don't think I will ever be over that mullet. I'm never over any mullet, but that one in particular was especially heinous and terrible.
0: I guess you'll be mulling it over.
1: Do not. Do not. God damn it.
0: (laughs) So we're going to take a quick little break. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Drew. I'm Nate. And I'm Tanner. And we are the hosts of Headline Heroes. Every week we take a bizarre out there article. Germans build underground pipeline for beer. An attempt to create a superhero or villain. The obvious one is that they have a giant robot that runs off of beer. Along the way we discuss powers, design a costume, and of course struggle with a name. Graham Graham Sam
1: Sam? No. no.
0: Graham Graham (laughs) Sam Sam? No.
1: And inevitably we get off subject and talk about the really important stuff.
0: I did go to Bill Hanfall's website and i just want to tell you a couple of things that i'm seeing here. please do i wish you would but we always arrive with the super creation we are proud of join headline heroes every tuesday as we try to make reality a little more super all right so if this dog forsaken show had made it, it. <laughs> what kind of episodes do you think we would have seen
1: oh boys and berries so like i don't know what they would do that's anything different than the other shows that have done this concept, I guess. But, well, one, one thing that was in it that I didn't understand, that, that, like, was just such a throwaway line that maybe would come back, because, like, the guy, curly uh, uh, Chop Mullet Man, um, when his partner's gonna leave him because he sucks, um, like gives a hint of his like a failed marriage or something because he was like oh Joe said the same thing when she left so it's got it's got the promise of there being like some like love triangle things because now the doctor likes him and like I don't know maybe like his old ex-wife would come back if she gives a shit because now he has a cool dog I don't know (laughs) but like oofed
0: that could be a good episode, though. Like he's trying to rekindle it, and he's on a date. But uh oh, the implants malfunctioning.
1: <gasps> oh no, implant malfunction would be eighty percent of that show. How many times can their brain swap? How many times can their brain swap into each other's brains, and the, for that to be funny? Is it all the? T- is it hundred times?
0: It's at least fifty percent of the series.
1: <laughs> least. Oh God. Those implants have to make up all the time. There could
0: be like a great episode where he has to like sneak into like a trivia competition or something, and he's not a smart man, but he. Sneak
1: into a trivia competition.
0: But he does have a smart dog in his brain.
1: You <laughs> get like, oh no! It, it would have to be like a uh, like more recent thing for him to be like, oh, you can't make my dog wait outside it's my like service pet you know like it's my, what was it but one of those things got like mental health dogs
0: well no here's the thing he just flash uh niner's badge which also has a picture of morgan fairchild on top of it it's,
1: it's just morgan fairchild <laughs> i was gonna say i'm like neither of them have badge i'm not i am not convinced this man is actually a policeman I'm pretty sure he's just a man who has a wallet with Morgan Fairchild in it. We have heard nothing to the contrary.
0: Well, he could have just showed up on, like, orientation day and just said, oh, yeah, I work here.
1: Yeah, I work here. And then he did the Morgan Fairchild gag, and I was like, ah, you are a funny officer. And he goes, yes. Ha,
0: ha, ha. Perfect. <laughs> There's definitely got to be a malfunction episode, and at the very end, we're revealed that there is a... Uh, Another K nine thousand. This one is evil and also made from liquid metal.
1: Of course, yeah, 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 yeah. Tie-ins, baby, <laughs> gotta get them tie-ins. I do, I do like the idea that there are more of these like symbiotic relationships because, like, maybe Zeist did was bad and didn't actually shoot all of the dolphins. And so there's just like an evil dolphin and dolphin man like pair up somewhere out there. and They're evil because dolphins are evil. Dolphins suck. But that would be good. I like that land sea battle to happen.
0: I just came up with the big reveal. Edna's murdered. And at the very end, we see crawling away from her corpse. The little kitten.
1: No, no. (sighs) I'm into it. You know what? cat ultimate bad guy, then it then you've got again new tie in to the great movie uh cats versus dogs or dogs versus cats, whatever the fuck it exactly,
0: was. and uh he's got that whole like the whole like Terminator hud, and he calls himself the Ferminator
1: okay i um I know that it's kinda late, but I don't think I can do the podcast this week, I think. Uh... <laughs> I'm actually really busy, uh, got a lot of things to do.
0: It's weird, like, my recording just, like, deleted itself. <laughs>
1: yeah, actually, all just deleted, and oof, bad for you, sorry, <laughs> heavy sorry, but... Mm.
0: Now, how do you think this show would have ended?
1: Like, here, here's my main problem. The show shouldn't have begun to begin with. Like, <laughs> if if the show ended in, uh like, a meta thing where the showrunners... It kind of, like, turns around to the showrunners, and they're like, hey... We done made a mistake, but with all the funding we were given to make the show in the first place, we made a time machine and went back and made it not happen at all. <laughs> You're welcome. That's the only ending I would personally accept.
0: And then we get a new show of all the paradoxes they created.
1: <gasps> Ooh, see, that sounds like an infinitely better show. <laughs> like that—that that makes means like we get to a bunch of different worlds. One in which, oh, one in which maybe like. The roles are reversed, and it's dogs that are the original cops, and then there's just like a dude that bursts out of a weird, like, science womb, (laughs) and he's the smart computer. I like this world. (laughs) Let's do that one.
0: Now, Jeff Goldblum was in Cats and Dogs and also was the fly.
1: (gasps) Yep, yep.
0: So I think
1: think, he needs
0: to voice the kitten, the Furminator.
1: Oh, Yeah. God, Jeff Goldblum has, I don't know, I don't know what, like, Jeff Goldblum doesn't have, like, a cat energy, but that's only because he's only got a Jeff Goldblum energy.
0: There's just something about him.
1: It's just, he's just, he's singular. But no, he would, he would need to be the cat. But imagine, imagine that telling you Telling you it's evil plan. I don't know what Jeff Goldblum's evil plan would be. Because at this point, like, the character is now just Jeff Goldblum. Uh, <laughs> and I, I can't imagine him phrasing it in any kind of way that would make me think, oh, that's unreasonable. Because Jeff Goldblum is saying it. I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. I'm cool with that. I'm good.
0: The Furminator would just be like, well, what, what, what we're going to do <laughs> is uh, we're, uh, we're just, uh, we're, uh,
1: we're just going to make the world sexy. Don't want, like, we're just going to make the world sexy. Gonna make it sexy. <laughs> you know what? Don't worry about it. Yes, <laughs> that's what I want. That's the content I want. Uh,
0: I think it when it ends, there's got to be like a whole "I was two days away from retirement" type of thing. But it turns out, <sighs> turns out he survives, and they go, they retire, and they're on the beach in like Honolulu or something. And, and instead of just the sunglasses, now Niner has a Hawaiian shirt.
1: You know what? I'd watch the entire show. I'd watch all the show. So it's like, hey, there's a Hawaiian shirt dog payout that you get at the end. Keep on going. I'd keep on going.
0: (laughs) I think that's going to do that for this episode. Um, If people want to check out you and your shows, how will they do so?
1: Uh, well, if you want to find me and me just doing my whole thing, uh, you can find me over on a teacup gamer. That's letter A, the word teacup, the word gamer, all smushed together. Uh, that is over on Twitter. You can also find it on like Instagram. You can find me on Twitch, which I do like most every day. Uh, my podcasts, I have two of them. I have Crit Chat, which is a D and D advice slash comedy podcast, uh, which I think is very good. It has varying amounts of advice on it. But it is always entertaining. Uh, we also have an actual play podcast called Half Damage. If you want to hear us play a bunch of d uh, it is a good mix between funny, spooky, and uh, abhorrently sad. So, yeah, go check those out anywhere that podcasts are found.
0: Definitely check those out. And if you want to follow us, we're just at Unaired Podcast on pretty much everything. And, uh, yeah, thank you for coming on again.
1: It was Well, no, I was going to say it was a pleasure, but I had to watch this film, so it was tolerable.
0: (laughs) Uh, And just remember, some things are better left unaired. Bye.